Thunder Shack Show. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I am wonderful. How are you, brother? I'm good. Adam. Yes. Last time, we did an episode of Nothing But News Stories. It was a veritable collection of quick hits. That was fun, wasn't it? It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Our deepest apologies to Keith. Yeah. Sorry, Keith. But but I feel like it, it was something we had to do. There was just way there was no way we couldn't do it, honestly. I agree. Now I I don't know how often we're gonna do it in the future, but we're definitely gonna do it again because as we explained at the top of that episode, we just have so many great stories that are coming in from all different places. I mean, the, the people true. in the group are just contributing, what would you say, a wealth? A wealth of fantastic news stories? I might even say a plethora. <laughs> Perhaps a plethora? Of, of news stories. A cornucopia. We didn't have any choice this time, and I don't really see how we have any choice in the future. We're going to have to do it again. Yep. Yep. It's just an, it's an inevitability. Yeah. And, and we got through 12 news stories. That's almost 100. That was perfect. It was. It was very close to your guess of 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started with today's episode then. Let's do it. We'll get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Perfect. I'll kick things off. Yesterday was National Doodle Day. Okay. So did you... What did you doodle? It Well, really, when you doodle, it's kind of undefinable. But I did do some doodling because I'm a... Are you a doodler? I'm a total doodler. When do you doodle the most? Like in meetings and whatnot? Yeah. When I need to listen when I need to listen to something and pay attention, I doodle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely a doodler. Well, today, Chris, is National I Want to Make You Happy Day. Oh, nice. Um, you must have sent me the wrong copy then, that's what mine says. I never mind you making the day all about me. <laughs> Chris and, is always and about tomorrow, me. Sir. Tomorrow, Adam, is Sock Monkey Day. Now, did you have one of these as a child? I don't think I actually... Like an official sock monkey? Uh-huh. Uh, no, I didn't. But I do like them. I totally did. Did you really have one? Yeah, somebody made us one and they put our initials on it. Oh, that's fantastic. I love sock monkeys. Yeah, it was dope. Okay, well, because you put the notes together, <laughs> Wednesday is National White Chocolate Cheesecake Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving right along. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Well... Thursday is National Cereal Day. Dude, I love cereal. I do, too. What's your favorite? Uh, have we done a cereal poll in the group? I feel like we had to have. Are you sure? Eh, I could be wrong. I think it's possible we have not done a cereal poll. Okay, so if we have not done one, we do a deplorable job of keeping records, so I don't know. Uh -huh. I'll just have to search the group and see if we've done it. If we've not done... I, I don't know if it's enough if it's if it's a big enough conversation to do an elimination poll. If it is, we'll hand things over to Paul because he's in charge of that. But one way or the other, we'll we'll do a cereal poll because cereal is amazing. Now I, I think without creating a, a larger conversation, because we'll save this for the poll. I think cinnamon toast crunch might be my favorite. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. And I think if we do hand this over to Paul. 
it definitely then has morphed into an elimination Paul. <laughs> elimination Paul. <laughs> I think maybe we have done a poll, but I don't think we've done an elimination poll, and that's when we go to each other's throats. So I think we right. should call for a cereal elimination poll sometime in the near future. Then you could be gunning for Luke's Asian cereals. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will. <laughs> One vote at a time. Uh-huh. I'll be gunning okay. for them. <laughs> With great relish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Chris, Friday is National Oregon Day, and I feel like that's—I feel like that's kind of like a pat on the head prize. Like, here you go, you can have a day, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say this: if you pick like the right four days and you go to Oregon, it's—you'll really enjoy it. I'm sure. I mean, Portland. Yeah, Port- Portland for like the first ten days of July is fantastic. Every other time of the year, it's not. <laughs> I, I hope to get there someday. <laughs> All right. Well. You can finish up your week of celebrations on Saturday by celebrating, and I think this is one we'll both agree on, National Meatball Day. I'm down with that. I am so down with that. Now, I will say really quickly on this that there is one type of meatball that I don't like, and I don't know know what that meatball is. I just know when I have it, I don't like it, but uh, by and large, meatballs are amazing. Yeah, I agree. I enjoy meatballs. Next! Okay, well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. Cool. I'll start us off. In 1861, this week marks the inauguration of Abraham Lincoln. Big, important thing. How did he die again? Uh, trip and fall? Or... Trip and fall, that's right. It was trip and trip, fall. Yeah, yeah, trip and fall, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the trip and fall was caused by the dry twist. Oh, you're right. I knew, that, I, yeah. I knew there was a twist. <laughs> All right, well, in 1959, this week, Barbie makes her debut... How many Barbies did Mattel sell since its debut in 1959? Over a billion. Wow. Uh, that was a really good guess. Would you like to be a little more specific? Uh, to 1.5 billion. 800 million. Oh. So they're celebrating the 60th anniversary, and in 60 years, they've sold 800 million Barbies. That's a lot of Barbies, dude. That is a lot of Barbies. All right, well, fast forward just four years to 1963, and a patent was issued for the Hula Hoop, Adam. Oh, that was a classic toy. It sure is. It was created by toy company Whammo, or as you might like to say, Whammo. Whammo, and then they do the Frisbee? That's right. They're also responsible for the Frisbee. How many Hula Hoops did they sell in the first four months, Adam, since it was patented? In the first four months? I'll say a million. 25 million. Good Lord. That's almost 6 million a month in the first four. Good Lord. That's an insane amount of hula hoops. Jeez. Way to go, whammo. Yeah, they, they really whammied everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, fast forward a little bit. In 1987, Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, becomes the youngest heavyweight champion at the age of 19. Okay, so, so his dominance during his, his era will forever be etched in my brain, but I did not Uh realize that he did that at 19. I don't think I did either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the very next year this week, in 1988, was the beginning of the Writers Guild of America strike. And I don't know if you remember this, but that's actually what gave rise to reality TV as we know it today. No, I I didn't remember that at all. Fast forward just five more years to 1993... And that's when the premiere of MTV's highest rated series up to that point, this TV series, 
was MTV's highest rated series up to that point. Do you know what it is? I'm going to guess Real World. No, good guess. The answer is Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> the creation of the genius Mike Judge. Dude, my mom hated that show. Of course, oh every God. every adult hated that show. <laughs> oh, if there man. was ever anything that MTV could have put on their airwaves to cause adults to hate MTV, it was Beavis and Butthead. Oh yeah, I mean, hence the these kids today with their music and their MTV. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is correct. Well, you know, two years later after that, John Candy died at the age of 43. That was a tragic loss. 43. Man. Yeah. God, that guy was Dang. incredibly talented. Yeah, totally. And then just two years later, Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., shot and killed to death in Los Angeles. That was also a humongous tragedy. That was a bummer. Yeah, and then um, even continuing with the uh, music theme, in 2001, the music sharing site Napster begins to unravel. You know, that was a very dangerous time for the music community. So unfortunately for all people who want free music, it was good that it began to kind of shut down. All right. Well, fast forward another few years. And this week in 2005 was Martha Stewart's release from prison. (laughs) God bless her. (laughs) Next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the news. With our new bright and shiny theme music, which I love. Okay, Adam, I have good news for you and for the rest of our listening audience. Oh, do tell. Except for Keith. (laughs) Quick hits. That's right. News quick hits today. And we'll start off with this. Adam, Mm -hmm. do you ever get drawn into the drama of a police chase on television? Of course. Who doesn't? I agree. And perhaps you remember our recent story about the meth-fueled death party and how it just kept... (laughs) How it just kept getting more and more outrageous as we move throughout the story. (laughs) How could I forget? (laughs) All right. Well, this story will deliver in a similar manner. Yes. Police responded to a report that a woman was being held against her will at a budget suites motel. And I'm not going to give the address, but this happened on a road very near to where I both live and work. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this literally almost happened in my backyard. So when police arrived, the suspect took off running into a wooded area, which, by the way, is always a red flag. (laughs) (laughs) If someone runs into a wooded area fleeing from police, you know something's not going well. Yeah, it's already going to end poorly. So into a wooded area and then into an apartment complex where he allegedly carjacked another woman at gunpoint. Helicopter footage showed the man then shirtless. So somehow he (laughs) ended up shirtless fleeing officers in the apartment complex in a vehicle where he rammed through a fence and crashed into a pole before bailing out of the car. Was it an elimination pole? (laughs) (laughs) It eliminated that car. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nicely done. Thank you, sir. So then he took off running across the street, nearly getting hit by a school bus (laughs) He then scaled a brick wall into a backyard and ran around the front of the home where he briefly got into a vehicle in the driveway. (laughs) How are you getting into so many vehicles so quickly? (laughs) 
<laughs> he continues. So he gets in the vehicle. For whatever reason, he decides to bail out of that vehicle right away. So he continues running down the street, stopping at another nearby home and walks inside the home through the garage. The homeowner confronts the suspect and the suspect, and I, there's no details on what that confrontation was. And the suspect went back outside where police had surrounded the home. <laughs> did you follow all that? <laughs> I did. I think there's a lot of people that need to like lock their crap up. <laughs> yeah. So he faces three aggravated assault charges and three aggravated robbery charges. Yeah. And he was taken to a hospital in an ambulance after being taken into custody. Does that fact of the story raise any questions? That he went to the hospital? Yes. You might be saying, wait a second. Yeah. He seems he quite on. he seems quite fit. Why did they take him to the hospital? <laughs> right. Well, here's the last point of where the story elevates a little bit. When he came out of the last house, he had a knife and wouldn't put it down, so officers shot him. Yeah, well, you know, you can't... <laughs> First of all, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. You know, just like, what, what are you thinking at this point? Like, you know what? My next move should be to grab a knife because this is already going so well. Let me go ahead and make this better for myself. Well, f- you know, beyond just having the knife, if you're surrounded by police in someone's front yard, go ahead and put down the knife. Like, de- it, <laughs> right. it's definitely game over for you. Yeah, because... I mean, if anyone watches the news these days, they know that's not going to go well. (laughs) Right. Exactly. All right. Adam. Yes. I would like to credit Casey Jones for keeping us up to date on the topic of our next story. Perfect. He helped us solve one mystery recently on our all news episode. Mm -hmm. And now he brings us a related question. Okay. Okay. What is this weird stuff all over Uranus? <laughs> right. That's right. It was an intense discussion the last time. Right. Deep and thorough. So so last time we answered the question, why is why is Uranus on its side? Yeah, I was tired. It, <laughs> that's still funny, by the way. <laughs> totally. Now we're going to figure out or try to get to the bottom of what is this weird stuff all over Uranus, Adam? It's got to be gas, man. So it starts this way. And again, these are newly newly discovered facts about Uranus, Adam. Uh-huh. At least for us. So Uranus is just plain weird. Correct. It's a, bre- it's a big frozen ball that spins apparently on its side. Mm-hmm. A recent photo of Uranus shows that it looks even more peculiar than it normally does. Mm-hmm. It now has a massive white cap on it. <laughs> NASA explains <laughs> NASA explains its strange appearance is actually related to its bizarre orientation we discussed previously. Huh. They say the planet's rotation forces its north pole to face the sun for an extended period of time during the summer season. Hmm. So Adam, does your north pole face the sun for an extended period during the summer season? As often as it can. <laughs> Okay, we're finally getting to the bottom of something here. (laughs) NASA also points out the smaller white blob just at the edge of the blue region, which it says is likely a thick cloud of methane ice. Hmm. Methane ice. That's intense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so Adam, it sounds like like you may need to consider adjusting the orientation of Uranus. 
Well, you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. There's a there's a large cloud of methane ice covering <laughs> your anus. Full so. of vortex, man. Well, in any case, uh, Casey, thank you for tracking this very important story for us. Yeah, thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, because um, we, we want to continue to dig into the the mystery that is Uranus, Adam. Yeah, because Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Adam, terrible no. news. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have time to get to our next story. Uh, come on, Stephen. However, I will, I will read this headline. Customers continue to wait at A&W's drive-thru, even though it's on fire. <laughs> oh, I hope we get back to that one. <laughs> well, thank you, Tiff, for submitting that headline. And of course, Adam, we will do everything possible to get to that in a future episode. Everything that's possible to be done. Next. All right, Adam, why don't we take a quick break to hear from one of our promotional partners? Oh, I'd love that. They're awesome. And when we return, we wrap up today's show. And before that, birthdays. Right after this. This week's episode is sponsored by the International Horseface Club of the Faroe Islands. Now, we know what you're thinking. What the heck is a horseface club? Is it for people with horse faces? Who own horse faces? Or is it a club exclusively for horses? I don't know. Well, we're here to tell you that it's exactly that. And so much more. The International Horseface Club is an exclusive organization for only the most elite horse-faced beings, many of which are actual horses. They also produce the finest argyle socks and clipboards for many well-known business institutions and sponsor many worthy enterprises, such as award-winning podcasts and MacGuffin-type industries. <laughs> The International Horseface Club truly is a wonderful place that has nothing to do with the Illuminati at all. Yeah. Just a bunch of horse-related <laughs> individuals playing golf, sipping champagne, writing sonnets, <laughs> burning horse masks, and granting favors for the small fee of one Shetland pony. The International Horseface Club. A pony for your thoughts? And I think it's a good price. One Shetland pony is not bad. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of favors I'd like to request from somebody. If all it costs is me, costs is one pony. Yeah, you're, you're good. Super good. Welcome back to the show. For more information about International Horse Face Club, feel free to check out Weird With You. It's another terrific show from the Podfix Network. It can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hell yeah, bro. Next. All right, Adam, with that, let's do Birthdays. Birthdays. And I'll kick things off with Julie Bowen, who turns 49. She starred in Happy Gilmore with Adam Sandler and, of course, her last several seasons in Modern Family. Yeah, there you go. And uh, tomorrow, March 5th, Penn Gillette turns 64 years old. I don't know if I had a guess for how old he was, but that sounds old. That seems about right. And by that, I mean happy birthday. Right. <laughs> And uh, on Wednesday, March 6th, we have Rob Reiner, who turns 72. Oh, so great. Yes, definitely. Also on Wednesday, 
is the 47th birthday of Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, man. I, I disliked him so much when he was playing. <laughs> really? Yes. I hated him. Well, how about we fast forward to Thursday and celebrate the 63rd birthday of Breaking Bad star Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, fantastic actor. And that moves us on to March 9th, which is Saturday, and the 60th birthday of Kato Kalin. The 60th birthday. <laughs> right. As made popular by the O.J. Simpson trial case. <laughs> <laughs> Famously known for being the guy that lived behind O.J. Simpson. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's correct. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? <laughs> I love that clip. I do, too. Thanks, Clay Groves. Yeah. All right, we have just one born on this day and now dead. <laughs> that would be famous artist Michelangelo, who was born this week in 1475. He died in 1564 at the age of 88. Hmm. If alive today, he would be 544. Wow. Well, happy birthday, buddy. I mean, happy dead day and birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was born on this day. That's right. He was born, yeah. But now he's dead. Now he's dead. <laughs> Next. Okay, Adam, moving on. I think you're really going to enjoy the debut of this next segment. Ooh, I love new segments. And I'd like to dedicate this to Paul because I know he's a huge fan of this. Okay, is it hot dogs? (laughs) Only if they're not sandwiches. (laughs) Right. No, Adam, this is the debut of our new segment, Dumbest Human Ever. Oh, Jesus is right up my alley. All right, this story takes place in Lithonia, Georgia. Police said two brothers and their six-year-old, 61-year-old mother were at the home when an argument broke out. One of the brothers locked his brother and mother inside the home and began pouring gasoline on the front steps. Uh-oh. He then lit the home on fire, trapping the two inside. Oh, what a jerk. The brother who was trapped inside was able to lift his mother down from the second-story window and then get himself out to safety. Oh, good. The man who allegedly started the fire, Jeremy Wyatt, age 32, was arrested, Adam. (laughs) Good. (laughs) He was charged with first-degree arson and criminal damage to the the property in the second degree. Wait, was he also not charged with attempted murder? (laughs) No. No, he was not charged with attempted murder. Wow. However, you'll not be surprised, Adam, to know that Wyatt was intoxicated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's, that is surprising. Now if, now, if you remember, I said that this all started because of an argument. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what the argument was about? <laughs> I can only imagine. It was about a box of Cheez-Its crackers. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Cheez-Its are super good. <laughs> That's right. So, Jeremy Wyatt, congratulations. You are this week's dumbest human ever. I thought you were going to give him the uh, Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. <laughs> no, he does not deserve to be Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. That's a fair point. You tried to kill somebody over Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> over Cheez-Its. <laughs> Next. All right, well, let's finish up with a couple of jokes of the week, Adam. All right, let's do it. I apologize. I don't know who submitted this first one, but here goes. (laughs) You don't have to respond. It's rhetorical. Okay. It it starts this way. What time is it? I don't know. 
Pass me that trombone and I'll find out. Blows trombone loudly. Someone shouts, Who's that playing the trombone at 2 a.m.? <laughs> I love that one. I submitted that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> that one made me laugh to like my internal core. I love that so much. <laughs> good. I'm glad to know that it was you. That was a very funny joke. <laughs> I enjoyed that one as well. All right. And then our second joke, and this one is from Carrie Dykes from A Dash of Science in the Podfix oh. Network. She simply writes this. I farted in my wallet and now I have gas money. <laughs> I love that. That's so <laughs> practical. <laughs> also very funny. So thank you, Carrie. Next. All right, Adam. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yes. First of all, I'd like to say, damn it. Hey, when we end our shows. Secondly, <laughs> yes, I'd like to promote myself and the great Kieran McGinnis on our other show called Feast on History. We are cooking up some great episodes. Can't wait to share them. All right. Well, join us on Facebook by searching the Gravity Beard Interns. It's funny. And if you like funny things, you should come join us. <laughs> you can call us on the hotline if you like. That number is 321,465,218 and zero. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network to find other great shows consistently creating platinum level content. Go right now to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter or else. You can also find me on another fun show called Life is Messy with the lovely and talented Sarah Stapleton. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also use The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toaf. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Peace. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network.